Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this week's live stream where we're going to be talking about ROAS or return on ad spend and uh, how to max your return on your POD ad spend. As always, and uh, you'd expect nothing less, I'm joined by Thomas Gentleman, our resident uh, POD expert. How are you doing, Thomas? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Aiden. Hope everybody's doing well out there. And yes, this week, return on ad spend, something that I think a lot of people don't look at if they do they're not looking at the right things there there's a, but there's a simple fairly relatively simple we'd say Aiden, when we relatively simple calculation to overcome this so let's jump straight into it as i say smash up the likes hit subscribe we're on uh youtube this week so if uh, you're visiting uh, your support is uh, appreciated so when you're driving traffic to your white label store on motif.com, motif.com, the end-to-end -end print on demand solution, we've got fulfillment uh, centers all around the world so that your items are locally produced and shipped to happy buyers uh, with a, a low impact. It's a great business model. Nothing has to be prepared first, very low barrier to entry. But as with everything, you have to invest a little bit in either building a page or a, a blog or a traffic source or a Twitter feed or an Instagram account somewhere where you can drive traffic or a lot of people, a lot of our users do use paid traffic so that you can drive large amounts of traffic very quickly. And when you're doing that, you're spending money. And whenever you're spending money, it's a good idea to keep track of it. Now, not a lot of people do keep track of it, which is why we see some weirdness going on, but it is important to keep track of it. So let's say that you're, you're set up, you're running, it can be any advertising platform is going to be the same. You can calculate your return on ad spend in the same way. Some platforms like Facebook will calculate it for you. There's a way of finding it out. Let's say that you're running on Facebook and you're running to a product on Motif. The way that you calculate your break-even return on ad spend is quite simple. So let's say that you were selling a, a, a digital product, a product that didn't yeah. require any cost, no base cost at all. If you have, if you're selling the product for ten dollars, then uh, it doesn't, it, it doesn't. For every ten dollars that you spend, you want to get ten dollars back. That's your break-even point. So your return on ad spend needs to be one. Right. If you're selling a print-on-demand product or any other physical product where you have to pay something towards the cost of the product yourself, you need to a very simple calculation for that. What you do is you take the price that you're selling the product at. So let's say you're selling at $26.99 for a T-shirt. The base price at Motif is around $6. There's some discounting going on if you if you sell more, but it's a, it's around $6. Just, just use that for the simpleness of calculation. It's about the right price. You take the $26.99 that you're selling the product for, and then you take away the $6 that the product costs you. Right. Then you take the original so that gives you twenty dollars and 99 cents spoiler alert so you've got your 26 dollars and 99 cents that's your product the price you're selling at take away the price of the product then you go back to having your 26.99 the price you're selling at and you divide that 26.99 by 
the 2099 that you've got left and right. that will give you your break-even return on ad spend number and aiden i know aiden's here poised with the power of the internet his google machine the power of the internet this week it's different it's the power of uh, the calculator the calculator so the uh, the roas or, or, or the the end equation there would be 1.285 or 1.2 to keep it simple 1.285 is is what you need to hit to to don't keep it simple they need to hit this number to break even so it's critical yeah. that they know you know exactly what this is and you're hitting it so 1.285 is the minimum return on ad spend that you want to see from selling that product to be in profit Right. Now, what's the big mistake that everybody makes here? They look at the cost per purchase. But the cost per purchase doesn't tell you the full picture because the cost per purchase will only show you the it that's per purchase per checkout. Right. It doesn't tell you how many items were ordered at checkout. And I can tell you that a lot of our sellers here at Motif.com are making more than one sale per checkout. Not every checkout but more than one sale per checkout. It's basically more than one sale per checkout, selling more than one item per checkout. So we see a lot of sellers with a what we call a PO, a products per order ratio. This is the number of products that you're selling per checkout, per order that comes in, of anywhere between 1.3 to 1.5, some even above 1.5, some all the way up right towards two, which is... Uh, Great to see. Wow. Well done to the people that are doing that. Now, if you're using Facebook, Facebook will calculate that for you into the return on ad spend because some of the data that we send through to Facebook when there's a purchase made includes the items in the basket and their, their cost. But what we don't send through is the base price. So that's why you've got to do a little bit manually yourself. If you just rely on the cost per purchase, Let's say that you were making $15 on a sale. Let's just say that you're making $15 on a sale. And you're getting all of your sales on Facebook for $15.50. So that's the cost per purchase. And you think, ah, oh, I'm making $15 per T-shirt that I sell. So I'm losing $0.50 cents per purchase. Well, no, because actually, if you check, you'll see that more than you're selling more than one product per order. It could be 1.2, could be 1.5, whatever it is, all of a sudden now you're in profit. Right. So it's very important to understand which products you're selling, where you're selling them, what your normal order looks like, and then calculate your return on ad spend. And then if it's at break even or better, then you always leave it running. Why do you leave it running? Two reasons. One, the more times the pixel fires, the better. It's great. You're using Motif have white label stores which means that you're building brand awareness. When people get the product, they will remember the domain name that they bought from, return, and then buy more stuff later on. And also, if you're driving traffic, that means that some people are going to land on the page or engage with the ad or leave a comment, you know, that kind of engagement, hit the, hit the page, maybe add to cart, maybe get all the way to checkout, but for some reason, they don't buy. The, the train arrives the cat explodes dinner's ready the microwave pings the microwave pings why microwaves have to ping i'll never know uh but they do ping it is a thing 
So something happens, they don't complete the purchase end. You can retarget all of those people very easily with a platform like Facebook. Many advertising platforms have the same thing. So actually, even more of those people from that ad, even more of that ad spend will actually be going towards making you money. When I first started out, I didn't know any of this. I was just, oh, I'm losing money. I, I, I break even. Break even's no good. I want to be making at least X percent or I can't scale this because it's not above that. Actually, when I look at the numbers, it's like, oh, hang on. <laughs> I compare the money that I've spent today on my ads and the money that I've got on my Motif dashboard. And I seem to have a lot more money on my Motif dashboard than I would have thought that I should have had from the ads. There must be something going on here. And that's all about return on ad spend. So one point, uh, uh, hitting a, 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 a ROAS, a return on ad spend of just 1.285, I believe that was the number, is, on, yeah. is very, very doable. Yeah. A lot of products, you'll see some gurus out there and they're like, yeah, my return on ad spend is like 3, 3.5. Yeah, it has to be because their cost per goods, their cost of their goods, maybe they're getting their goods for like $20 and they're selling for like 25 or $30. So, of course, it has to be high because that's just their break-even point. They don't tell you, oh, actually, I was just at my break-even point and I was running I was running it. No. So 1.285, it's only 28% more. It, it's very, very doable. It's a, it, This is why another reason why print-on-demand is a great thing, uh, a, a, a great thing to, to, to get into, especially now, because your margins are great. You've got a huge amount of room from $6 all the way up to $26.99 to and that's all your profit so you've got all of that to play with so you've just got to get over that little bit you've just got to get above getting the same amount back as you spent on the ads to be in profit and then as i say you've got retargeting you're building a page you're building a brand you can retarget everybody that liked it you can retarget everybody that viewed the viewed the product but didn't end up buying even if i was at like 1.3 there i'd be like actually this is fine because uh, I know that I'm retargeting people. Ads also have little dips in performance and they come back up. Um, I might not scale that one up if I was at 1.3, but I'm not going to turn it off because I know that with my products per order ratio and everything else that's going on, that I, I, I'm pretty good there. So you've got to know your numbers. You've got to know what you're at. You're going to have different products. You know, you, maybe you've got a T-shirt in it that you're selling uh, in the campaign, but maybe there's also a mug. Uh, maybe there's also a sweatshirt. You're going to have different orders structures around there. So you'll never get it perfectly like, oh, I always sell this much or that much. But just work out exactly what you need for your for your main driver product and then get everything else set up to work with that. So you want to select two products that work with, uh, work with that product. So if you're selling in the dad niche, um, you would want to drive the traffic to, say, uh, a cushion. Cushions are very popular. Great product to sell. Father's Day is coming up. We covered that as ad nauseum uh, on the channel, that and Mother's Day. Uh, but that's because it's such a huge sales opportunity. Huge. So you've got your main product, a, a customized custom text. We have custom text at Motif. Very, very works great. Check it out. Personalized cushion for a father. Within that cart, you can use a collection tag to show other products that a father might like. So you would want to use one collection tag for the main product and also that collection tag on two other products so that you can control what's in the cart there. And then you add all of that one collection tag into the store. Now in the store, you're going to have your general tag that everything in the store's got, but you want more control over it. So just use one tag 
for three products, right. three campaigns, add that tag to the store as well, remove all of the other tags from those three products, and then you've got the control there. And that's when you can start to say, oh, actually, I'm selling a cushion, but maybe a mug would work well with that cushion. Let's put a mug in there. That's yeah. okay. Let's put a, I'm selling a mug, but I, I, people are coming in, they want to buy the mug, but let's show them a hoodie for uh, $39.39, $39.39, always use charm pricing. That's a whole other thing. Great books out there on, on that kind of stuff. Anyway, $39.99 because they might, they might put that in as well. And all of a sudden my return on ad spend that I need for selling mugs because mugs are normally cheaper is going to be higher than a t-shirt. But if you can, if every fourth order you're getting a, a sale for a, a, a hoodie at thirty nine ninety nine, all of a sudden that changes the game. That's a, that's a diff, that's a huge boost uh, to average order value, and it, it adjusts adjusts all your numbers. So super critical. Know where your money's going. Don't turn off ads that are making money or break even. Even if they're slightly losing, you're still going to hit people up on the retargeting, your pixel's still firing. And the other final tip, what's the other final tip of the week, Aidan? He doesn't, I haven't told him, so he's got no. Put me on the spot there. Um, final I haven't tip told of the him. week. Big audiences. Aidan, what yeah. is it? Big audiences. Big audiences. How big? The biggest. Very. <laughs> yeah. Very big audiences. We're seeing some very good, data coming in i'm seeing some very good data coming in excuse me of hitting up big audiences this is something that i've always played with it normally works more in q4 but even now i'm seeing big is beautiful big audiences work great 5 million 10 million 20 million 40 million 50 million 70 million millions and billions you do need probably a bit of pixel data. You need to get maybe the first 50, 100 sales on your pixel first. I, I'm not a big fan of thinking about, oh, well, I can't do this because of pixels. Try it, especially in big niches like families, Father's Day. You can push it right out there uh, because of that. Seeing some very interesting results uh, with big audiences. Also, there's a little button, audience, audience expansion in Facebook. Okay. So let's say you, you're targeting... Um, a fisherman, I always like to go, a fishing rod is your interest target. Fairly small interest target. Well, it's it's a fair interest target. If you hit the expand audience button, that will then expand that out, Facebook expand that out to the entire population of the region or country or area that you're targeting. And it says, if we can find buyers extra to this audience, then we'll hit them up too with the ad. We're seeing, I'm seeing that, start to work more and more now it won't work for everybody nothing works for everybody but it's something again to test 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 every niche is different know your own numbers and go for it that's huge that's huge now just i had this idea i was hanging on to it waiting for a moment to jump in you could do daddy's chair and then have a similar similar style design with daddy's mug as the upsell 10 percent off bang that's going to put your product audio right up or like my dad, for example, he has a fishing chair. So you could have daddy's fishing chair for the cushion for his for his mug and then daddy's fishing coffee mug. Right. Similar design. It's going to definitely bump up your average order value. And I just wanted to take a sec- quick second and say, hi, Robert. Good afternoon to you, too. Robert says hi to us both. Hi, Robert. Um, yeah. So uh, 
definitely something that's easily overlooked. You can't just look at the the cost of purchase and just that's oh, it. No, no. Um, big mistake because uh, I dare say people who haven't tuned into this one could have potentially turned off some um, some profitable winners. Um, crazy days, but it does happen. But no, this uh, one formula to rule them all happens all the time. Don't make sure that you know what your return on ad spend is. What's the calculation again, Aiden? Okay, the calculation is you take the. Do you want to do it? You can do it if you know yeah. it. It's the selling price divided by the product price minus the base cost. Yes. So get your product price, what you're selling at. You're selling at twenty six ninety nine. Find out what the cost per the cost of goods are. All of that's shown very clearly when you're building the product on Motif. Take that away. So twenty six. If your base price is a six dollars, you take the six dollars away from the twenty six dollars and ninety nine cents, leaving you twenty dollars and ninety nine cents. Then you go back to your original twenty six dollars and ninety nine cents, and you divide that between you divide that into twenty dollars and ninety nine cents, and that will give you a return on ad spend that you need for break even of one point two eight five. That's your target. Yeah. So. Um Go I'm going to take a, take a second, Thomas, to do a bit of shameless self-plugging, if that's okay. Well, I don't know. Let, let me check with... Yes, apparently shameless self-plugging is allowed on go. the internet. You might... I thought... <laughs> uh, I know this is new ground uh, for the internet, but yes, apparently shameless self-plugging is a thing on the internet, yep. so you're I, allowed to do I it. I dare say I'm not the first and I'm definitely not going to be the last. Um, so for all you guys and girls who are watching on, on YouTube, there's a link in the description for two things. If you're new to POD, there's a Moti Facebook ads course where it's start to finish, how to get set up and running. Secondly, there's also a group to the Motif Global Group, which is a group where you can find myself, uh, my colleagues Anna and Floor, who are success managers, and our jobs are to help you find success on Motif. So go on there, add me, send me a message. If you've got questions, guys, about ROAS, what does it mean? What's that equation again, Aiden? Message me. Message Anna, message Floor, and we'll be more than happy to help. And if you have found something that's showing initial good promise, a potential winner that you could scale into other countries, let me know. I want to know what countries you want that translated to so we can scale and take over the world. And also, would it be better to scale it into different niches? Something's doing well in the dog niche. Let's do it to the cat niche. Jiu-jitsu, let's do taekwondo. Let me know and I can help you with free design support and translations at your fingertips. Just send me a message. OK, guys. And Thomas, that is my self-plug over. Fantastic. Yes, uh, please do exploit uh, all of Aiden's surplus value in the group. Uh, that's what he's there for. He's very good at having his value extracted. So get in there and uh, get all over him, um, as they say. Well, I hope that everybody's found this super helpful. Thank you for joining us on YouTube this week. Uh, smash up the likes. Leave a comment. Um, subscribe. Bell icon. That's it. That's it. So, just very quickly to wrap up, this is su this is super uh, super important uh, yeah. uh, topic. If you're running, if you're spending money, know what you're spending money on. Make sure that you're not turning stuff off that's ab absolutely already working. It's always a process of testing to find something that works. And I see a lot of things. A lot of people message me all of the time, and they're turning off stuff that's working and then moving on to stuff that's actually worse than the last thing that they've got. And then that's when you start to, you know, keep the right mindset. 
this does work. It's 2021. It's a great time to start. It's always been a great time to start. I'm seeing people getting absolutely amazing results. Yeah. But you do need to know what you're doing to the extent of where your money's going and what money you're getting back for that spend. And all of that's laid out very simply. Find out your base price, set a selling price, take the base price from the selling price, divide the original price, the selling price, by the new the new number that you've got from taking away the uh, base price from the selling price, that will give you a return on ad spend. If you break even, you're golden, let it run, retarget, make money, motif. Cool. Thanks, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks very much.